we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, Hello, everyone. This is Eddie Estrada with the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. I'm here with a very, very special guest this week. You guys might know her from the Pink Shade podcast or Cult Talk or Jenny McCarthy show, but we have the one, the only Aaron Martin here to talk with us today. Aaron, how you doing? Hey, Eddie. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing so good. We're so happy to have you for this week in Bravo Top 5. And for those who don't know what this is, this is our weekly show where we break down the top five stories in the Bravoverse that happen off screen. We're also going to share our favorite hot and Bravo moment of the week where we tell what you what got us hot and bothered on our Bravo screens. Now, our top two stories and our hot and Bravo moment of the week will be exclusively on our Patreon. So if you want those plus other exciting benefits that we have, check us out at patreon.com slash hot and bravoed. Now, Aaron, I don't know if everyone knows you. I mean, I know you. You've been on our podcast before. We absolutely adore you. So why don't you let everyone know kind of who you are and, you know, what you do and all about your podcasts? Well, thank you. I have a podcast called Pink Shade with Aaron Martin. I'm coming up on, I, I can't believe this, but two years. Congratulations. And- Thank you. It's morphed and changed over those two years quite a bit. For instance, I've gotten a microphone that works and (laughs) I kind of know what I'm doing now. So yeah, there's that. And uh, I go on the Jenny McCarthy show on Sirius XM every week. And I did a one season podcast called Cult Talk. Pink Shade is all reality TV. I do Bravo, but I also am huge into, huge into the TLC WeTV Lifetime Universe of 90 Day Mm -hmm. Fiance. Love After Lockup. I've even dipped my toe into Marrying Millions. You know, all those sharp entertainment shows. I've been, <laughs> I, I recapped those on reality tea. I was a writer on reality tea for like five years and I recapped 90 Day since like the day it came out. So the podcast was just kind of a transition into talking about what I've been writing about for years. But I basically love anything unscripted, like documentaries, true crime, anything. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, all that all that good stuff. Like, I remember you, did you yeah. do something on Wild Wild Country on Netflix, or am I wrong in that? Maybe totally. Maybe. Yes, I mean, that's right up my alley, because that's like crime, unscripted, yeah. and false. It's, it's like it's everything. everything together. <laughs> yeah. My, my big three, yeah. The holy so trifecta I love, for I love you. all that stuff. The holy trifecta, right. Crime, unscripted, and cult. <laughs> So yeah, there's just nothing better to me than a truth is stranger than fiction story. And I think so much of reality TV is based on that. And then the drama is just, you know, part of it. It's like, you couldn't write this stuff, you you, you know, and I, you really can't. No. The, we have five stories this week that we couldn't have written ourselves either. There's so much happening in the Bravoverse. Now, we always know what's happening on our screens with Bravo. You know, we watch our shows every week. We know what's going down in OC in Dallas and Potomac. We've got it all going. But these are the stories that are happening like IRL in real life going on right now. And so we're going to start with number five, Aaron. If you know anything about the Vanderpump Rules universe at all, you know who Faith Stowers is because she has been on people's mouths, on people's minds, on people's... Uh, you know what's uh, on the Vanderpump Recording Rules cast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, she is actually pregnant. I can't believe this. I mean, 
I, I, I'm, I was shooketh when I saw the news, actually. <laughs> and of course, all the headlines are like, is it Jax's baby? And of course, uh, I don't believe for a moment it is. And she's holding no. up the sonogram of her boyfriend who, I don't even know how long she's been dating this dude. I don't know what's happening, but it's the first Vanderpump baby, is it not? I, I mean, even though it's like a side adjacent character, it's the first Vanderpump baby. You're 100% right. This is the first child that has come from someone on Vanderpump Rules. I mean, I, we weren't expecting it to be Katie and Tom now that they're married. Like, let's be real. But I was at least expecting Jackson and Brittany to have a kid before someone else who had been in this Bravo universe of Vanderpump Rules. And Faith was one I was really not expecting because... I've been watching her on The Challenge and X on the Beach, too, because I'm kind of an MTV freak on, like, my other side of Bravo. Oh, right. Yeah, she's she's, on those. She's on the current season of Challenge War of the Worlds 2 or whatever, and she's, like, an active cast member. I've actually really started to like her on that show. Like, I wasn't a big fan of her on Vanderpump Rules, obviously, because I was like, she's trying to destroy everything. But (laughs) on The Challenge, her kind of, like, you know, her – it works. It works on the challenge and X on the beach. So, I mean, I don't know how long she's been dating this guy either. Obviously, it's not Jax's because, I mean, if Jax had actually gotten Faith pregnant after the Jax got a right wedding with stars like Lance Bass and a Ken Vanderpump. <laughs> right. Sure. Exactly. And Shep Rose. Yeah. I mean, okay. So, but for real, you know for a fact that Jax has gotten somebody out there pregnant. I mean, we oh, know yeah. he got like a hooker pregnant. Well, allegedly in Vegas when he was dating Stassi, right? I mean, it was like the first season that we found out he got, but I can just imagine Brittany being super pissed about this. Like, even though she's a sweetie pie, I can picture her like, just like emotionally eating beer cheese at home (laughs) right now. Really mad that this is like the first Vanderpump baby and it's from this fucking oh could I swear? I'm so Yeah, sorry. no, you're totally fine. We, oh my god. <laughs> you're, okay, you can Eddie, swear, you, don't worry. I have such a trucker mouth. Okay, so yeah, well, it's, that it's from Faith is probably a huge issue. Oh yeah, because I mean Faith was like Britney's like rival essentially in this Jack's yes, Britney drama. Yes. And so yes. for her to get pregnant before Britney, when you know Britney and Jax have been gunning for that social media clout and like fame since they got together. Let's be real. That's the reason they had the wedding. Like, I don't believe this is a true love relationship. I think this is a business <laughs> between the two. Um, but oh, I, I definitely I think, think um, you know, Brittany's pissed. I agree with you. She's eating her Mima's beer cheese, drinking Just Add X with adding way more alcohol than's needed. She's um, not making Jax one single solitary sandwich. No way. <laughs> There's mm-hmm. absolutely no way. She's she not like sandwich. He's, exactly. If you could, if you're letting this girl go get pregnant before me, make your own sandwich because you're not making me babies, honey. That's and what she's doing. You can close that door when you take a dump. Also, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, he loves to just leave the door open. I mean, it's not my he thing, is but a big fan of the open door dump, and like that tells us all we need to know about Jax. Th- that literally, case in point, everything you need to know about Jax Taylor. He shits <laughs> with the door open. Done. <laughs> That's the only t-shirt you need about Jax. Well, speaking of uh, Bravo people who have babies, we're gonna actually going to go a little bit more south. We're going to go down to Southern Charm. Now, do you watch Southern Charm? Oh, yeah. I watch Southern Charm. I didn't cover it a lot this season on the podcast, but I've gone way in depth with it in the past. I even had Dawn Ledwell on Nanny Dawn, who was Catherine and Thomas's oh, yeah. nanny, who... Uh, Eventually, you know, he was charged with 
allegedly assaulting her. But I've, I've gone deep on this show. I've been following Catherine's journey since the very beginning. And I know that's what we're going to talk about a little bit of uh, some drama that happened with her recently. Oh, yeah. So our number four story this week is Catherine Dennis was involved in her second car accident this month. Now, if you guys didn't hear about the first car accident, that one was kind of scarier than this one. So yeah. on August 2nd, she was in South Carolina and she struck a guardrail, then hit three trees, two light poles, and then she like ended up like being okay and there was no injuries and no charges. But that's, first of all, a huge accident to have. Three trees and two poles, like... It's, you had you had me at three trees. I mean, how do you even go three trees and then two poles? It's that's like a ping really, pong machine, like ping ball, right, pinball or whatever awful. it is. It's insane. Um, this one seems more maybe like it was just kind of like a mistake or like she was distracted for a bit because she was going 18 miles an hour um, right. and hit the car in front of her and it did like a chain reaction. So four cars were in the crash. Only her car and the car in front of her had airbags deployed. Um, no one was hurt, but she was the cause of this, you know, accident as well. So now she has two accidents in one month. We know she's going through one of the biggest custody battles, like, ever with her and T-Rex. Ever. Um, mm-hmm. He, you know, is never, ever going to let up on her and make things easy. And this just feels like this could be a big detriment to the custody battle, to what she's doing, especially with this most recent season of the show and the reunion and the reveal of her, you know, she is drinking again. She's only sober from marijuana. And it's just all these weird things. People think she's drinking more than she's saying. Even the cast is trying to protect her. So I want to get your thoughts on this and how you feel in regards to the whole situation and maybe why she's getting in these accidents. Cause I think maybe there might be something maybe going wrong. I need to hear your thoughts. It's really hard for me to, uh, you know, speculate when it comes to Catherine because she's still an enigma to me. She truly is. Even though we followed her on the show, she was so young when she started. She's, I guess, been honest about, you know, going to rehab and things like that. There's also some things that she will just never tell anyone. I can feel that about her. You know, like she holds some things very close to the vest. And I feel like we'll never truly know what is going on with her addiction issues. Yes. Allegedly. Do you know what I mean? Is it like, did she, did she just have to go to rehab because T-Rav stipulated that in the court order for him taking the kids? Is that why she did it? Or did she truly feel like she had a problem? I don't know because I don't know what to, I don't know what the real story is. And I don't know that she is in a position to even talk about what the real story is. Like she might not even feel like she has an issue. She might've just been young and like doing some drugs and drinking and like developed a problem was in a very volatile relationship. Now this is all my opinion. You know, I don't really know what goes on, but it could have been circumstantial. Yeah. And so she has to, but, but now she has to maintain this thing like where it's like, I'm an addict, you know, I had to get sober. I just don't know. I don't, it feels a little bit Luann ish to me in that, do you know what I mean? Like she, 100%. she has to, she has to say some things because of the legal ramifications. I agree with what you're saying. A hundred percent. I mean, okay. I, I, Catherine is the same age as me. Like I'm 26. She's like, and she has two kids under her belt and had to deal with this. I mean, when you're young, you, right. you have the opportunity to be fun and like, you know, experiment and try new things and right. live your life. And she was doing that. She just happened to be caught up with Thomas and got pregnant and his family and that whole drama. Plus, he has substance issues himself. He's actually been uh, arrested. Yes. So it, I mm. think it's just it was the perfect storm 
you know, of things that happened to her. Plus her publicness of being on a national television show on cable on Bravo. Like there's so much that goes into it that I do feel like she feels why, like why me, like everyone else in who lives their life gets to do whatever they want. And I'm kind of stuck just because I got dealt a bad card. So like I should still be able to do this, but I'm going to put, like you said, the Luann mask on of like, Oh, you know, I'm an addict. I'm recovering when it's not really the case. Cause I don't think she, I don't think she ever really truly had a problem. I just think, it was circumstantial. And, right. And none of us will know really because yeah. we can't, we can't know. She has exactly. to tell a certain story. Hey, maybe she, maybe she is an addict. That's a really personal yeah. thing. And it's very close to my heart, you know, but yeah. I, I feel like she, she definitely is in a completely different situation than any of those other cast members yes. on those couches, at those reunions. Do you know what I mean? I and mean, so yeah, Shep, they case in point. Her, I'm just like, shut up. Shut up. Leave her alone. My God. When when Shep and Austin are like, oh, we're protecting you. We're trying to help you out. It's like, no, dudes. Like, look at you. Like, you guys are bigger messes than anyone on this couch. And you're going to try to lecture someone who is taking care of two children and trying to, like, live a social life. Like, please. Shep can barely take care of himself. And I don't even want to talk about Austin. He needs a babysitter every second. That's why he's got yeah, Mama Madison. Both- oh, my God. They both need moms. They need... A good ass whooping. They need a lot of things. I got so violently angry at the men this season. I was like, oh my God, is it like the ghost of T-Rev hanging over the show and just infecting all of the other men with just misogyny and abuse? Like what is happening? I thought when he left, everyone would improve. Instead, they devolved into the even worse cavemen. Yeah, it's so weird. I mean, maybe it would, they just all were always were like that and it just... T-Rod was that much worse that it made them look better. And then now it's like, oh, the rose-colored glasses are off. Now we see these men for who they truly are, these Southern gentlemen. Okay. Totally. That's I, you are you're exactly right. That's what happened. Cause it's like the huge ogre villain. <laughs> exactly. Left. And we're like, wait, these other dudes are kind of like monsters too, but they were like, you know, kinder, gentler monsters that weren't drooling as much. Yeah, they're gross. They're all gross. I've got really mad at the dudes. And I feel for Catherine. I mean, I'm also raising my hand that I got in one of these like 18 mile per accident. <laughs> 18 per mile accidents one time, just a little fender bender. It was like when I was young too, I was in my twenties and it was stupid. I, I did not have a cell phone. Cell phones didn't exist. That's how ancient I am. And I was, I just like bumped into the car in front of me, the car in back of me bumped. We were like on a main street in a little town in Pennsylvania. I mean, it could not have been more of a lame accident. So when I heard about this, I was like, I've been there. I've been there. Like we've all been in accidents like this. Yeah. I mean, it's like embarrassing. You're like, oh, I'm an idiot. And I mean, none of our cars were even damaged. We all got out. I'm like, I'm sorry. And they're like, watch where you're going. And I got back in and just like shame drove home. But (laughs) yeah, I mean, Catherine, the other accident, though, really did. That kind of freaked me out. I don't know. I I want her to be okay. It's the same. I just want Catherine to be okay. I wish the best for Catherine. I root for her Um, all the time. She's been through the ringer. She's so young. I just want her to come out on top. So whatever's happening, I hope both of these things don't affect her in the custody battle with the kids. I hope this doesn't affect anything legally. Uh, girl, we got you. Get it together. We, we're here for you. We're always here for you. Agree. Um, let's talk about um, someone who used to grace our Bravo screens for our number three story, um, Yolanda Hadid. Now, as everyone kind of knows and has heard, um, in August, end of August, Yolanda's mother passed away. 
Uh, and as you know, Yolanda and her mother were very, very close. And this was, um, you know, s- someone who mattered to her and her kids so greatly. And so for her to lose her mom, this is must has must have been a very trying and hard time. But they had the funeral in um, the Netherlands this this past week. And people were a little bit surprised because um, Yolanda did bring her newly announced boyfriend, businessman. Mm-hmm. But people were more focused on the kids because Gigi Hadid brought Tyler C. from The Bachelorette, who she's been rumored to be dating for the longest time, and basically made things a fish a fish by bringing him to the funeral. And Anwar brought Dua Lipa, which is his rumored girlfriend as well. So it was kind of like a star-studded funeral. I don't know if you follow The Bachelorette at all, or you know, like, are you into like Dua Lipa? But I was like jaw on floor when I saw these photos of Tyler C. and Gigi at the funeral. I was like, oh my God. Like, he, he went to the Netherlands with her? Like, Hannah is probably like... It's like eating that beer cheese with Brittany up in California right now, stressed as hell. Like they're together. They are together. They're like past the pita chip. <laughs> yeah, it's like, get the sourdough out. This is a heavy night. Like, come on. Bring out the big guns. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I need the cheesy bread. This is not something I totally follow, but I follow it, if you know what I mean. Like, I don't catch every episode of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette because there's only so much time for shit shows in my life and I have to. <laughs> delegate you know but I follow the goss I follow the gossip so I know who Tyler is I knew I'd heard the rumors of him dating Gigi here's what I'm gonna say though again from my um older perspective I was like are you kidding me with these pictures from the funeral because I mean it is such a sad such a sad thing you know I was like is this I felt like I was in like some crazy fucked up episode of Black Mirror looking at yeah like is this what funerals have become like they're taking pictures of the caskets, like posing in front of it with their hands on it. They're they're yeah, like tagging everyone, boyfriend tagging everyone. I'm like, oh my god, this woman who birthed Yolanda never knew that this was going to be her funeral story. Do you know what I mean? So I actually went there in my mind, which I know is a very dark place to go, because I also then am completely into the all of the pop culture side of it too. But it just like struck me like this is so bizarre. No, that makes total sense. I remember seeing there was like this kind of like shame thing that was on the internet for a while where it was like selfies of people like who hashtagged funeral and it was like a aggregation of like all these people who would like be at funerals taking like selfies and like outfit of the day and like all these things. And it was like, and it was like a couple years ago and I was, and so like personally, when um my grandparents passed, you know, I, I see my friends and stuff like posting things like on their social media and I understand everyone's grieving problem, like grieving process is different. But for right. me, I didn't feel comfortable yeah. doing that because I was like, this isn't what social media is for. Like, I'm a little bit more private in my grieving. I'm a little bit more private. And like my grandparents didn't have Instagram. Like, I'm not going to tag them. Like, in, you know what I that's mean? The, it's, that's what it's I was weird. thinking. Right. It wasn't, I guess that was what I was thinking too. I was like, this is actually a tribute to a woman who is of a different time and, you know, and had a personal relationship with her daughter and her grandchildren. And it's all like, who is so-and-so dating? Oh, spotted at the casket. I'm like, oh my God. Like, this is the, I can't believe this article. It was so crazy to me. It's insane. It's insane. I'm laughing out of discomfort right now. I'm not laughing because this is a funny occasion. So people, please understand. I'm just laughing. 
because it's like so absurd. I actually felt like when the news broke that Yolanda's mother had passed, I was like, that's super sad. I remember her yeah. talking about her a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, all of us as housewives, super fans, we follow the story of all of these housewives as they're on the show and afterward. Well, many of us do. And I did. And, you know, so I keep up with her and I don't know. I was just really sad to hear about it, especially because, um, you know, she always seemed like a hometown girl, even though she had made it yes. big. Yolanda did, even though she was so above it all in many ways. <laughs> she was all about like going back home to the Netherlands and being that girl, you know? So I thought, oh, that's really sad that the roots of that, you know, have passed on. Yeah. I don't know. I just got really deep with it. However, the fact that they came out with that Gigi and Anwar came with their rumored girlfriend and boyfriend at the funeral has been the news. And I guess it's just confirmation. They thought this is the time to confirm it, you know, like put the rumors to rest. Yep. This is who we're dating. Yeah. Like, and I mean, our, like, like you said, our hearts are with Yolanda. We'll never forget that Amsterdam trip on Beverly Hills where we got to like really see her with her family, like you said, and be that hometown girl. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is very interesting that this is how they're dropping the news. It's like, yeah, they're at the funeral, like letting you, everyone, letting the world know we're in the Netherlands, letting the world know we're a fish. Yeah. So Tyler flew to the Netherlands. Like what's happening? I I don't know. Oh no. Tyler didn't fly to the Netherlands. Gigi flew Tyler to the Netherlands. (laughs) Let's be real. Let's actually, thank you for the correction. 100%. Yes. He flew on Gigi's private jet that she owns and she fuels. <laughs> it's it's that Hadid, that, that Hadid money. Let's be real. Mohammed. Mohammed <laughs> flew them all out to the Netherlands. Exactly. All right. So listeners, that is the end of our first part of this week in Bravo Top 5. Now, if you guys want the top two stories and our hot and Bravo moment of the week, you're going to have to go check out our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. We've got two more juicy stories. We have something involving a flipping out star, and we have something with one of our favorite former housewives. Um, make sure you guys check that out. It's so much fun. Aaron. Thank you so, so, so much for coming on today. Thank you. I had a blast. I want you just to remind people how to find you because if they want to keep listening, which I'm sure they will, make it easy for them. Oh, guys, you can find me anywhere you're listening to this podcast if you just search Pink Shade with Aaron Martin. If you love Housewives, 90 Day Fiance, all of the rest of this junk, uh, I love it too. I'm talking about it all week long. You can find me at Aaron Leah Martin on all social media, and uh, you can listen to me on The Jenny McCarthy Show on Friday, Sirius XM Channel 109. Thank you again, and we'll see you guys next week.